Welcome everybody to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. In this episode, we will give you our spoiler-filled review for John Wick Chapter 4, now in theaters. Guys, stick with us. We have plenty of thoughts to say about the movie. Uh, Dylan, in the last review, we talked about how impactful this movie is to the genre. Let's get your opening thoughts. Man, um, explosive. That's what I gotta say. They really upped the ante in this movie. Um... First of all, right off the bat, Donnie Yen was my favorite character. (laughs) Kane, he was awesome in this movie. Uh, I think the fights were phenomenal. Uh, They really pumped up the action. Keanu was amazing as always. Yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, I really think I loved everybody here. I think you got Scott Atkins, you got Bill Skarsgård. Um, I also love this new character called the Tracker, played by Shamir Anderson. Um, Oh yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. He he really. I want to see a spinoff with him. There's so many characters in this that you could probably see spinoffs eventually. And I think they should. It's a good world that they built. But for the movie, again, we talked about locales. We talked about the action. Let's talk about the drama. Because they actually tried to implement it a little bit here. Um, I was kind of surprised to see that there's a lot of themes uh, centering around Christianity. And in a way that John, um, the name John, you have Karen. Um, you have like in the last movie, I believe it was like seven days for Winston to leave. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, there's there's so much symbology in this movie, and it really talks about like you know vengeance, like it all leads down to a bloodbath, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how you justify it. Um, so yeah, guys, there will be spoilers in this. If, just need a reminder, but yeah, John Wick dies in this movie, yeah. and it's it's kind of tragic um, to see him go. But I think it was it was artfully done in this movie um it ended with this kind of like western duel at sunset um but before we get to that there's a lot of stuff that happens and um i was surprised that they did this it was i mean i mean they couldn't have predicted this but it was kind of ballsy that they went through with this and uh karen actually dies in the beginning of this movie <laughs> what do you think yeah. about that scene I think it hits more. It's it's kind of bad the way they did it. Now that the actor Lance Reddick has passed away, um, but I was I didn't expect I didn't expect it to happen. To be honest with you, I was like, damn, an actor just died too. Um, I think it left a little note for Winston. It's like a little thought in his head. Um, hopefully that that provides him a little bit of character growth as well. And um, we do see like a a burial type of place i don't know really it's like a what do you call that it's like a mausoleum or something what do you call that like that it was beautiful Mm -hmm. um but he basically the engraving was friend um so i think that really means a lot in this world too uh we talk so much about fleeting moments of happiness isn't that crazy like in all the things we review and it comes back to here as well i think that's the main Mm -hmm. theme for 2023 um but you know john lost everything he has nothing to lose i love the little sayings that shumazu says um, in a way, sometimes it seems like he's speaking in haikus. It's really interesting. He's very wise. Mm-hmm. And I think the quote was, if you, what was it? Like, if you try to live, then you die if faster. If you cling to life, uh-huh. you die. If you cling to death, you live. Yeah, and I find that really interesting. I think that has a lot to do with John Wick's character as well. Um, I, I think the whole movie not only was a perfect showcase of stunts, but it was also a perfect showcase of how you could thread themes in this type of movie. Somehow they fit it somehow. And it's also a great showing of pacing and doing respect or having respect for the characters. And that's why we see John Wick passes away at the end. I think that's the peacefulest way 
And that's something that he kind of earned to die that way out of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really beautiful. No wonder it has a high score on Rotten Tomatoes. No wonder we gave it a 10 out of 10 in our review discussion. Uh, but what else thoughts do you have? Yeah, I mean, uh, damn, just from the beginning, they, they already set up this kind of explosive drama. Like you said, it was like John, like, and I thought it was so funny because it was like, a scene out of like the matrix or something he was like punching this like rope yeah like punching bag and you see like the blood and mm-hmm. the bowery king is there i think Lawrence fishburne was awesome in this movie he just makes me laugh every time i, like, I hear him like <laughs> he like overplays it almost it sounds like a he play has, like an explosive <laughs> or contagious like laughter I don't know what it is. <laughs> and his smile too like this. right and so funny because like like he's like such this like outgoing character and then winston is like this very like calm and collective suave mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. so they're kind of like these these two like father figures in in John's life mm-hmm. um yeah so we see the continental the new york continental blew up in the beginning um due to bill Skarsgård's character marquis um what do you think of his uh, his role in this movie i thought first of all that guy has drip his suits look so expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. He must he, buy like Gucci or something. <laughs> on top of Gucci, better than Gucci. I don't know what the hell that was. That was like, damn, my man could throw some riz at somebody just by Shit. showing his suit off. Uh, yeah, he was a cool character, I think. I think the French accent was pretty well. Um, I think, I don't think he was really, yeah, kind of a typical villain. Um, I did want to see him fight or do something like that. Instead, he sent people off. So in that aspect, I didn't feel like he was a very scary type of villain. Um, but for the most part, you kind of see that in, in the three John Wick movies in the past, like there's somebody ahead of somebody. Um, he was he was pretty good, though. I think he was pretty good. I think he, he you know, you kind of want to dislike him. So I think they did that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, he reminded me a lot of um, Santino in the second movie. Oh, yeah. I yes. think they're meant to be like like the high table like um the heads of the high table i think they're just meant to be like these very like cowardly uh people and that's probably why they rely so much on the assassins right because mm-hmm. they don't like to get their hands dirty um, what about clancy brown you like clancy brown because he was brown, i did not expect to see in this movie I was like, holy shit <laughs> i love well, first them. i thought that was john because when they showed the the ring finger mm. i thought that was john because he was missing a finger in the beginning and uh and then we saw him i was like oh shit clancy brown yeah there was so many great additions to this this movie it's just like Man, on, th- these movies know how to use an ensemble cast like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got to talk about yeah Donnie Yen definitely Hiroyuki Sonata uh, as Koji. That that whole fight in the Osaka Continental has to be like one of my favorite fights in movies. Like it was it was so perfect and it's so funny because Hiroyuki Sonata always plays like uh, bad guys in films, and Donnie Yen always plays like you know he plays like Ip Man, he plays like these heroic figures, so it's kind of like this cool reversal of the role um and he plays a blind man too donnie is so funny because you know uh, rogue one he plays a blind character as well um i mean it was kind of weird that they typecasted that but i, I think it worked well for this movie he's basically like daredevil in this movie yeah, <laughs> yeah you kind of have to suspend your disbelief of a lot of things but i felt like donnie yen really plays uh it kind of reminds you of uh what was it drunken master or something like that with jackie yeah. chan where like it's mm. it's kind of silly yet he's super capable and it's and it's kind of frightening like you don't want to mm. fight with that guy um well, so it's it was, interesting how he yeah. fights too because he has like those um little doorbell beepers i like how he used those but they threw um, that away later on too i thought he was gonna use them more a little bit later at, at mm. least yeah. yeah he has like flashbangs i like his sword cane a lot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like a cool weapon yeah 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 and um yeah so 
there was, there's also an end credit um, where I think Akira shows up, right? Uh, and we might see a spinoff of that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that since we're on the topic of Kane? Yeah, so, af- so after the duel between uh, Koji and Kane, um, well, Koji dies uh, yeah. because Kane kills him. And then his uh, Koji's daughter, Akira, um, is kind of like uh, hovering over her father. And then mm-hmm. Kane tells her, like, I'll be waiting for you. So mm-hmm. in the end credit of this movie, uh, well, Kane also has a daughter. I thought that was so interesting that they yeah. both have daughters. Yeah. Um, but Kane goes to see his daughter, and then uh, Akira stops her or him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they—I don't think uh, she killed him. So I think they're kind of leaving it up to like open interpretation. Um, but yeah. what, do you, what do you think will happen? Yeah, no, I want to see a spinoff. This, like, again, you can see a spinoff with the tracker. What about Halle Berry? What, yeah, Kane, and you can make it a re- revenge story with Kira. Uh, Akira. Um, there's so many different types of spinoffs we could see. Now that John Wick has died, I mean, still the world that they built was beautiful. It feels very like lived in as well. There's a lot of architecture. There's a, you know, there's a lot of everything in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see them actually, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to take it serious enough to. Uh, because to do a revenge story, it kind of has to be really serious. There's a lot at stake too. It has to be really mm-hmm. heartfelt. And I don't know. The great thing about John Wick is that it has its themes, but it also knows when to take itself not so seriously in certain elements. I wonder how they're going to handle that this time because it's a very complex and nuanced situation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could pull it off. They could pull it off. So hopefully, I don't know. I, yeah. And hey, I, Donnie Yen's really popular. He's really famous. Um, but the only like really huge American thing that I seen him in, I think was, yeah, Star Wars Rogue One. I mean, I might be wrong, but then it's also John Wick. Like I want to see even more stuff. Um, mm. you know, yeah, for sure. Bigger yeah, budget. I think, um, yeah, he's an awesome actor. I love all the martial arts movies that he's done. Um, here, Yuki Sonata also. I love um, him. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was like such a great, even the guy that was like the German club owner, I think his name was Killa. Uh, yeah, he was great. <laughs> oh, Scott Atkins. Yeah, yeah, but he was an Imp Man. I think he was like an Imp Man four oh, or something. Oh, yeah. maybe he was the boxer. Yeah, I think I remember now. He maybe he was no, the he was an army army person, or it could have been a spinoff oh, from Imp Man. There was a spinoff from Imp Man. Um, it could have been that one. Mm. Um, yeah, he was like a sergeant person. Mm, I think yeah. it's a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised in this movie because he was like this like like penguin looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. even had like a nightclub. It was so funny, but he was actually like really athletic. He could actually like <laughs> like hold his own on a fight. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was surprised. I was like, I thought he was just going to run away, but he really bodied mm. uh, John Wick a couple of times. Let me ask you, what was your, like, there's so many great fight sequences in this movie. Like, tell me which one was your favorite. That's hard to say. To be honest with you, I think, I actually think the end was my favorite. I love the shotgun one where he had dragon's breath. The, and uh, over the top. The bird's eye view. Yeah. yeah, it was so much like Hotline Miami. Um, there were some other reviewers saying that there's a lot of game themes in this. Somehow that John Wick's always playing a game and the game is now mm. over or something like that. I don't know. Maybe they're they're stretching. But I, I really, I, I felt like that was the embodiment of we worked on three other movies and we learned from our mistakes. And this time we're going to make this scene perfect. And this scene was truly perfect. It was so beautifully done. And, and it was like one single take. It was amazing. I, mm. I, I wish it could win an award in the Oscars just for that. It was so good. 
that's oh, my sure. yeah yeah i love that that fight too it felt like this kind of like rpg game where yeah. you're kind of like in control like moa or m yeah mmo yeah mmorpg yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was cool that weapon was op too i was like shit like one blast and you're fucking like in yeah. flames and shit <laughs> terran tactical right yeah, um, baby. i even like the osaka fight too. i mean the osaka fight like I felt weird because, like, sometimes I felt like, like I mentioned in the uh, non-spoiler review, like sometimes the henchmen were kind of just like, like standing around waiting to get like, like killed or yes. stabbed or whatever. <laughs> it, yes. Yeah. But um, I thought the nunchuck scene was cool. I think he could, they could have done a little better. Um, because I've actually practiced with nunchucks and there's like a certain technique. Like I was laughing actually because, uh, <laughs> like John Wick, like there was a scene where like he hit one of the uh. Mm. marquee guys like three times with nunchuck i was like that shit would have hurt like on the first like <laughs> like like hit you would have been down in like a yeah. second <laughs> um but no 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 they were cool even the stairway fight was pretty cool too. that was cool that it was, was really cool. like i felt like a gauntlet like you had to go through like all these guys yeah right? yeah and i mean it, again i don't know i just um I think a lot of people now coming af- coming out of this movie, I think when it sits f- with you for a while, that's when you're going to start nitpicking a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I think what we have to remember is, again, first and foremost, this is about the stunts and the action. Even I think the second movie or the third movie... Uh, like had Buster Keaton on the wall and a projection and it's it's a homage to all the stunts in the past and if you keep that in mind um of course that's that story otherwise mm-hmm. this, this would just be a YouTube series of of choreography right but I, I just keep that in mind if you guys are like thinking oh this movie's stupid if you know I mm. that's what it's for it, it, imagine the hard work and dedication that's why so many of the stunt doubles you also see get a lot of camera time as well you actually see their faces and stuff like mm. that it's you know, and for it to be something that is so popular now, I think it's a beautiful thing because I think stunt work doesn't get a lot of respect like it should. I think there should be a category in the Oscars oh, even, sure. and, and this should be nominated because this was there, super good. Dude, there were so many times in this movie where I was like, how the fuck did they film this? Especially like mm-hmm. the nunchuck thing where like it looked like there was actual contact with mm-hmm. the actors. I was like, damn, how the fuck did they feel that without getting like yep. like third degree bruises or some <laughs> shit? I'm like, yeah, the, the stunt work is amazing in this movie. It just feels like... Like at times, it, yeah, you could nitpick, but then other times it feels like 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 genuine in a way. Yeah, like I think a lot of the firearm sequences uh, felt genuine. Yeah, I mean you're a firearm guy, so you could probably nitpick I do. or yeah. But you know what's funny about John Wick? Actually, if you if you break it down, also let's let's talk a little bit a second about aesthetics here, and. I think the aesthetics blend so well with the characters and their their choice of weaponry. And what's so funny about John Wick is that John Wick has nothing tactical, really. All his guns, everything that you see, his his like belt stuff, that's all for competition shooting, which is really interesting. Um, and then you see somebody like the tracker that's using that lever action, but it's still modded up. It has like an M-lock rail from Midwest uh, Industries. It's like seeing all that combined, it, I love how they modernize certain old guns. And at the same time, too, they also redesign how we think about tactical shooting or redesign how they do tactical shooting in the first place mm-hmm. um well, it kind of it kind of actually shows you how much a killer john wick is because he's using competition gear right. so it's like you know it's free game well, it's interesting too because like even their their style of fighting is cool too because yeah. like john wick a lot of times uses other people's weapons mm-hmm. so it's kind of like he's this very well-rounded 
like adaptive kind of killer and that's right. probably what makes him dangerous like you like you can give him a fucking pencil and he'll, he'll kill yeah. you right <laughs> yeah. um the tracker yeah he was cool so like even like the use of like the the dog oh yeah like in certain sequences that dog is strong as fuck too let me tell you like that <laughs> motherfucker hit with a car and still made it out <laughs> i thought he's gonna die i was right. like oh, damn i was like damn it was that like animantium bones or some shit yeah. <laughs> and you guys worried about pit bulls what about this right. dog shit <laughs> Even yeah. um Kane too, like his style of fighting. It's mm. yeah, like I said, like it's kinda like this this daredevil or or like you said, like a drunken, drunken master, master kind of yeah. fighting. But it's so interesting too. It's like it's not it's kinda different from Daredevil too. It's like it's very well Daredevil, you know, he's very like uh reserved because he doesn't mm-hmm. believe in killing. Here it's like you it's like Daredevil on steroids, right? It's like yeah. all off the rails. Um I love how he uses his like sword. Mm. And his his gun at the same time. That's yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Usually, it's like one or the other. But he's just both in combat. I thought that was really cool. And he even did the the Ip Man punches. I was there so you go. like happy to see that on screen. You're like, like Fuck ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny too. The way how he's just like. <laughs> just oh my god! I, like I, I was laughing when when Bill Scarzer was like, "Remember your daughter?" He's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all felt in the, in right. the audience. <laughs> but isn't it interesting too? Like like the tracker and Kane, like they're these guys that want to kill John Wick, but they mm. end up being like his support unit. Yeah, I love that. It does kind of feel uh, that's that's what I'm saying too. Like a lot of these characters are kind of complex in a way, and I think I think it's not a stupid action movie. That's what I'm saying. Even though there's a lot of fake moments, it's not a stupid action movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. That's mm. why these movies rate so high. I love these characters, and I think again, when you have characters that you could possibly do a spinoff. With, with it's like it's really good financially too mm-hmm. like yeah we want you to keep making these movies and people think that these movies are good it's just not it's it's a different type of cash cow right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's very fruitful yeah for sure yeah i think the the drama really paid off in this movie it was definitely like talking about like choices yeah um like everybody had a choice and i love how they did the 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 final duel too mm-hmm. um it was just like, like I said, like this kind of like spaghetti western at sunset kind of thing. But it was it was between friends, and that's what made it hurt more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what you think of the whole the final duel? Very tense because you go from this high octane action to this very intense, and it's like making people you need to have patience. And I thought it was gonna end right away, but no, it just kept on going and going and going. Um, and there was a plan uh, all this time John Wick had, right? And so that's why he didn't shoot Johnny Yen. And in a way, uh, Donnie Yen. And in a way too, which is interesting, is because everybody that John knows dies, and this time he actually saves a life, and so he saves Kane, uh, or and and also the daughter too, which is really beautiful. And so that's like his final gift. So out of all mm. the killings that he has done, he's not actually like the Grim Reaper. Finally, he, he saves someone. Um, I feel like Tess now save someone, right. <laughs> save anyone. What did well, you I think was wondering about too? Like maybe like Kane felt bad about killing Koji because mm. Koji even said to him like like the only deaths we have aren't markers. Mm. So maybe he was thinking about his friendship too because he's also friends with John Wick. Like they've been, they said they were like close friends from a long time ago. So maybe mm. he just couldn't muster up the courage to kill him um it's just so i love like the the small details like that and then just like it was so beautiful like it was all planned out and yeah i love that quote that they said like those that cling to death live and those that cling to life die yeah um it was just so perfectly shot man there's so like 
there's an elegance to like the violence in this and these kind of movies like they do it like tastefully yeah and they play to the crowd too i think like they really play to the audience like you feel like there's a lot of moments where like everyone's gonna be clapping Mm -hmm. and it's something that's so gory yet people are gonna be like this like they they do it so well everything and this is crime and everybody's like oh man this is so cool (laughs) you know well it's, it's like the same thing that makes like kill bill like such a staple yeah. in in cinema, it's like yeah, it's it's ultraviolence, but it's the way in which characters kind of it's the moments in between the violence, right? The violence is supposed to enhance the drama, right? And I think this this movie did that as well. It's like those little interpersonal moments kind of add to this uh, ultraviolence, and it makes it more more tasteful or more easier to digest in a way. Man, it's so crazy how they pull it off with a character that says like less. And it's so mm-hmm. interesting. You still want to tear up a little bit. Right. <laughs> so great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Kudos to everybody that worked on this movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The ending was was definitely tear or jeer turker, as you <laughs> said. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love that little conversation they had. Like, what, what would you put on your, your tombstone? And and John says, uh, a loving husband. Mm-hmm. And as we see, that's he gets buried next to his, his wife, Helen. Um, I kind of wish he would have seen the dog. Like one last time. I know. And then the Bowery King, I think, ends up like taking the dog in. He should have named the dog John too. <laughs> that would have been so funny. <laughs> he kills the dog. It's like, <laughs> it's like, whoa. Can I ask you something? This is a little hot take. This might be speculation, but I took it as, okay, this character is the father of John. All right. What do you think? Is Winston the father of John Wick? Because he says goodbye son or something like that and we get a close-up of a tattoo and it looks like the i'm not a like a, a big christian person so there's it looks like a cross it looks like the russian cross or something like that um yeah that's fine i i didn't even notice that detail yeah in the movie yeah but now looking back i don't know it, it's it could be either way to be honest because like if he was his father i think he would have some reservations about shooting john in the last movie but I thought that too. But when I rewatched it, the the way how he spoke a lot and condone, like conducted his business, I just think in this world that they're living in, I think that he doesn't really look as John as as too much like as a son. It, it's almost like a brother or something like that. It's like really weird. Well, um, he calls him Jonathan too. It's like that's something like yeah, a father would say, like you're using like your Jonathan. full legal name right <laughs> well because and then they also pander to his hand and they show and i never knew winston had a tattoo and they show a tattoo right here and it looks mm-hmm. like the russian cross thing and i'm like oh was well, this guy russian in his past life and we might see mm-hmm. that and the show the continental takes place well, in remember he was the only one too that knew that john had family that could make a claim to the high table so now i'm looking back i'm like there's a good possibility that he may have had like parental relations to john you heard it here first, everybody, all right? We broke this news. If you guys made it to end, <laughs> you could tell your friends, and then all of a sudden, you'll be like a genius to them, all right? So, Or a nerd. But. <laughs> or a nerd. <laughs> a low life. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think overall, this was great uh, conclusion to the franchise. Um, great paveway for any spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the spinoffs will achieve what this movie has done, maybe. Um, but I think it was just... A great ensemble cast, great choreography, um, even the music just was like on point, like beat by beat, like during every action sequence. Phenomenal movie. Yeah. 10 out of 10 again everybody that is our review for john wick chapter 4 guys if you made it to this point in the video what are you doing shoot that subscribe button and like button all right and uh also check out our other playlists as well as we always say we have plenty of reviews coming up and next month is around the corner my goodness we have a lot about a lot of let's talk about too coming your way 
But Dylan, as always. Yeah, for sure. Just don't shoot us in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> they probably will. Right. Especially after that dog comment. But <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> PETA. Right. But yeah, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on TikTok. Uh, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as YouTube. Check us out wherever you listen to your podcast from. And yeah, check out our other content on our playlist as well. We do plenty of reviews, guys. We have a lot of more content planned out for the rest of the month. But thank you so much. And until then, thanks for having lunch with us. See you guys. Peace.